Welcome back to the Good Shepherd Podcast. This is Mark Langham. My wife Hannah and I love our GS family and are excited at what God is doing on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. We are about halfway through our 21 days of prayer. I hope this has been a time of growth individually and in community for you. First Timothy says, First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people. Paul is encouraging Timothy to have a robust prayer life, the kind of prayer life suitable to his call. Paul uses the words supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings. And while all of these describe prayer, each is unique in its emphasis. We're going to take a few moments to look at intercession. Intercession is literally to go between, figuratively as in the act of pleading another's case before a judge that is advocating for them and on their behalf. Any true biblical understanding of the word intercession must begin and end with the person of God, for He is our intercessor. Amen. In Isaiah 59, God saw the injustice and lawlessness among His people, and He saw that there was no man, and wondered that there was no one to intercede. Then his own arm brought him salvation, and his righteousness upheld him. Isaiah prophesied how God would accomplish this work of intercession. Therefore I will divide him, that is Christ, a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. Christ's submission to the cross and yielding to the will of God is an act of intercession, an act of satisfying justice and removing the penalty of lawlessness for those who would believe. And his work of intercession continues. In his epistle to the Romans, Paul reminds us, Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. The apostle John in his first letter writes, My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Hebrews 7 tells us, Jesus is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. God is the judge of the universe. He holds all power to both punish and commute the sentence of death that all creation is under. We know that Christ bore our guilt and that his innocence was applied to our crimes against God. Christ interceded for us. He prayed, Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And then he became our sin so that we could become his righteousness. And he is always interceding for us. He is the filter God sees us through. He is the silencer of the accuser. When God looks at his people, he sees a righteous church because he sees his perfect son. But let us not for one second think that God is reluctant to do so, for it was God's unfathomable love for the world that was the very reason He gave His Son on our behalf. Amen. Now, what then does intercessory prayer look like for the believer? How and what do we pray? Just as Christ submitted for love's sake to the cross and yielded to the will of God, any true intercessor must be compelled by God's love must die to self and yield themselves to God's will. Second, because Christ made and is ever making intercession for the saints, our primary role of intercessor is to pray the finished and continuing work of Christ's intercession over the lives of all people. Let's pray. 
For your saints, your church, your bride, O God, we pray your will is accomplished, that the voice of the accuser is silenced, that they accept the help of the Spirit in their weakness. We pray that they would not sin, but if they sin, you would restore them quickly. We pray that all things will work together in their lives for your purposes, O God, that their trials and sufferings will transform them more into the image of Jesus, and that they will remain faithful in your strength until the day of the Lord. For the lost, we pray, Lord, may they respond to your gentleness, which is drawing them to yourself. May the scales of deception, the blindness caused by the God of this age fall from their eyes. May they hear the good news and receive it with gladness. May the eternal seed take hold and produce the fruit of salvation. Father, thank you that even when we do not know what to pray, we can take such great comfort that your word promises the Spirit helps us in our weakness. When we do not know what to pray, the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is in the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Amen. Amen.